sometimes we need to break that treadmill of monotony in order to see the wonder of God in our life. And there is no greater gift than we can give the people around us than to take care of ourselves in that way for that relationship with God to be a priority. And then also to share that wonder of God with our kids as a mom. If we can set our children up on this path now to say, there's so much fun in the world. We're going to do these things and enjoy them together. And yeah, we also have to do these other things that are just running here and there, but show your children how to chase after wonder too. Whether it's saying there's um, a family in our neighborhood that we're going to take some flowers to because they're kind of sad today. Something that you can involve your children in and showing them adventures of compassion. Um, and there, there are just endless possibilities, but you got to get creative with it and you have to do it on purpose. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friend, guess what? I'm working on a new coaching program to help you overwhelmed, stressed out, and burned out mamas become mentally and emotionally well through God's word. Are you tired of waiting on life to slow down so you can start living? Are you tired of searching for more? What if you could start living intentionally right now and stop searching? That's exactly what I'll show you through my unique method for leaning into and applying God's word to your life so you become well through the word. It's the only way for mental and emotional wholeness. If you're ready to commit 40 days to grow deeper in your faith, well through the word is for you. Get on the wait list now to save $200, but hurry. This is a limited time offer with limited space because I want to keep this coaching experience an intimate one. We start August 23rd, so snag that early bird special when you join the wait list today at wellnessandtheword.com. Hey everyone, it's Ryan. Welcome to Wellness and the Word. Today I have a very special guest on the podcast. Ginger Stocky is the Chief Creative Officer of Joyce Meyer Ministries. She has worked in television for over 35 years and in that time has interviewed Joyce and many influential Christian figures. Ginger hosts Joyce Meyer's Talk It Out podcast, which I absolutely love, and is one of Joyce's closest friends and confidants. Ginger is releasing her first book, Chasing Wonder. She firmly believes that we are at our best when we live with an attitude that life is an adventure, an outlook that sets the stage by believing that every moment has the potential to bring something amazing, a sight to behold or a lesson to be learned. Welcome to the podcast, Ginger. Thank you, Ryan. It's so nice to be here with you. I'm very grateful for the invitation to get to share with everyone. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm very honored to have you here. So I love the title of your book and it's out in the world. How exciting. So what do you mean by chasing wonder? I love this concept of waking up every day. And I think many of us see that God's mercies are new every day, right? We, we have that um, mindset that today's a new day, but I love to take it even further and to say, I'm going to chase after everything that God has for me in this day, more of him, more of the wonder of beautiful things and new people to meet and lessons to be learned, whatever it may be to not just passively live life, but to actively chase after all that God has for us. That's what chasing wonder is all about. Oh, I absolutely love that. What a beautiful description. And I think we can really get stagnant in our lives sometimes, right? So So easily. It can be such a great reminder. I'm so excited for this conversation and just excited to add more adventure to my life as I've already dug into your book and it's already inspired me. (laughs) I'm so glad that that means more to me than most things you could say. So that's really exciting. (laughs) Good, good. Thank you. So I think this message is really important, especially right now at this time in history, right? Because of the year that we've had. So why do you think it is so important for for this message to be out in the world right now? You are absolutely right. Now is a time that we have all been through this period together where it's impacted us in different ways, but everyone has been impacted by this. So there's kind of been a stripping away of a lot of things in our lives, whether it has been opportunities, um, travel, but, but even just opportunities to be with family, people that we've missed seeing, spending time with our friends, um, people have faced illnesses. They've many have lost people that they've loved. So it, all of those things combined almost form a crust over our lives and make it feel like our lives are just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And now is the time for all of us to be able to start saying, you know what, I'm not going to stay stuck in this place. I am going to ask God to show me some new things. I'm going to risk believing again for big things in my life and looking to see the goodness of God. That's what we all have to do right now. Whether our life is changing or not, (laughs) even if this pandemic breaks open and we can all do whatever we want to do or something changes and and it's still the, the way that we're seeing it now or maybe even different. We have to be able to say, I'm not going to put up with a small life because God wants me to have a big life. And maybe that life is not exactly like you thought it would be, but God knows exactly what he had in mind. And he didn't stop working through the pandemic anyway. He was always active. So there is so much that we can do and see. And now's the perfect time. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that you said he didn't stop working in the pandemic because I think he was even more present, especially if we chose to see him, like you said, we really do have to choose to see that and see the good and, and be the good. Right. And even in those mundane moments, because we were just talking about this a little bit before we started to record 
it's already inspiring me of trying to be more adventurous in motherhood because when you're in those those young years of your children, it can just feel like you're just trying to get by. And uh-huh. I am one of those people who I just I don't want to just get by. I want to thrive. I want to chase wonder. But sometimes we do. We just get in this pattern of of just getting by, and we kind of have to get out of that. So I am I am inspired to get out of that. So how do we find adventure in the mundane of our daily lives. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it's important to realize that we do all have a lot of responsibility. We have a lot of things to check off our our to-do lists and we have a lot of people that are pulling on us. So don't let that um make you feel guilty. I think that's really important is I'm not living like someone else does, someone else that I'm seeing who's got these great adventures that are happening. So we begin to not only compare ourselves to other people, which is very dangerous, but we begin to feel a a guilt and a hopelessness. And there is so much beautiful in that phase that you are in right now, whatever it is. There is never a phase in our lives that God says, I'm, I'm going to wait until you're at a better time. And then I'll jump in there and I'll sh- show you some really good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know right now you're just too busy. <laughs> God doesn't work that way. He has great stuff for us. And I remember when my children were little and I was juggling the, the children and getting them to school and all the sports things and all the things at church and a lot of responsibilities there and all the things in my career. And wow. I I just remember thinking this is going to go past me and I'm going to miss stuff that I'm going to regret later. Yes. And so I think for all of us, we want a life that is significant and we don't want to look back with regret. So I love what you're saying for you and your family right now. I didn't want to regret missing any phase of my children's life when they're babies and they're so squishy and cuddly. And then when they're toddlers and you're chasing after them and it's so tiring sometimes, but then you get that amazing belly laugh of a toddler and there is nothing better. Or then your kids are getting a little bit older and maybe they don't need you in the same way. And it's easy for a mother's heart to get kind of broken and not feel as necessary through all those phases, um, making the decision and something I did purposefully at this time. And I didn't always do it perfectly. I messed up a whole lot of times, but making the decision to try to find something, um, a moment, an experience that I can share with my kids or that I can share with my spouse or, or that I can just have on my own with God. Sometimes our adventures are adventures of a little peace and quiet that we really need. (laughs) So it's, it's making the decisions. Am I going to go out and play with my kids in the mud today and let life get a little bit dirty? Am I going to not clean the kitchen today? Like I really need to, um, I'll do it tomorrow. And I mean that, cause you have to do it tomorrow. You can't just not do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but am I going to take a little bit of time for myself today and, and have a little break, you know, spend a little bit of time with God lay on the porch swing and just enjoy for a few minutes. Sometimes we need to break that treadmill of monotony in order to see the wonder of God in our life. And there is no greater gift 
than we can give the people around us than to take care of ourselves in that way for that relationship with God to be a priority. And then also to share that wonder of God with our kids as a mom. If we can set our children up on this path now to say, there's so much fun in the world. We're going to do these things and enjoy them together. And yeah, we also have to do these other things that are just running here and there, but show your children how to chase after wonder too. Whether it's saying there's um, a family in our neighborhood that we're going to take some flowers to because they're kind of sad today. Something that you can involve your children in and showing them adventures of compassion. Um, and there, there are just endless possibilities, but you got to get creative with it and you have to do it on purpose. I love that. And I love that you kind of made the connection of we're chasing wonder, but it's also, we are chasing God in that wonder, right? Because he gives us those beautiful moments of the fun and the valley laughs and the serving. Like there's, there's, it's, it's more than just the having fun part. There's a service aspect to it. Right. And, and you're teaching your children about God along the way. So what a beautiful message that is. And I think as mothers, that is such an honor and a, a calling of ours to teach our children about God. And we're doing that through our actions. I think that's the number one rate way, right? Would you agree? Like through our own actions, with our behavior, with our actions, what we are doing day to day, are we spending time in the Bible? Are we praying for other people? Are we, do we have a heart of service? So that's a beautiful connection that you made there for me. Those are amazing adventures and something else for our kids that I think is really important as a mom is to let their world be big, not to keep their world too small. And what I mean by that is kids have that childlike faith and to let that grow in their life. This one story in particular, um, we were on a beach vacation and our daughter was young at the time and a big wave came up and it, it knocked her off her feet and she was fine, but it took her favorite flip-flops. So they're gone out in the ocean. She was so upset. So we scoured, could not find them. That night, um, she's praying, Lord, please return my flip-flops. And so the first thing you think is, oh, honey, that's a really big ocean. And those were big waves. And we're never going to see those flip-flops again. Yes. (laughs) But instead of squelching that childlike faith, I know I didn't have a lot of faith for it, but you know, we prayed with her and we went on with the next day and days went on and nothing happened. And then all of a sudden we're on the beach and we look down the beach and we see something pink and we began walking and there was one of her flip-flops. And I remember thinking, this is so cool. And, but God did even more than that. We kept walking and eventually way further down the beach, we found the other flip-flop. So she got her flip-flops back, which was not the biggest thing in the world. I don't know why God chose to answer that prayer, but it opened her world up to a big world because she saw that God was a big God. And it was really just an expression of love for her. So as parents, just allowing our children to pray and believe because there's so much power in that and believing with them. And I think we'll be surprised at some of the things that God does. 
Yes. I love that story. That is just the best because I say on this podcast all the time, there's nothing too small that we can pray about. God cares about everything. He cares about our flip-flops. You know, I say he cares about helping us get a good parking spot. My goodness. He loves us so much. He wants the small mundane prayers. He wants the big audacious prayers. Oh, I just love that story. That's such a perfect story. (laughs) How cool. And yes, I, I just love this conversation around our kids because when we are in the mundane, we really do get distracted sometimes in the way that we can teach them more about God. And it's so important in these little years to kind of not miss those moments where we can make that impression on their hearts of how good God is and how much he loves them. So how fun. I know what it's like as, as that mom, and you always hear people saying it'll go fast enjoy it. That's the last thing you want to hear when you're in the middle of it. (laughs) But now that I'm past it, I can say it's really true. It goes fast (laughs) and there will be times that you're going to lose your temper and you're not going to do it the way you wanted to do it. And that's when I encourage you just to make a shift and move forward. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the mistakes that you've made then. Just keep moving forward and sharing that wonder with your children, seeking after God. And um, those things that you remember are the things where God moves more than those mistakes that you made along the way. Yes. Amen to that. So let's talk a little bit about marriage now, now that we've talked about motherhood. In your book, you talk about how you and your husband, Tim, see adventure in very different ways, which is probably true for most people in general and and in marriages. So how have you guys been able to take your different views and find a common adventure? We do look at things very differently. And um I love travel and everything that has to do with travel, which I know is not always the case. Most people don't feel this way, but I love the airports. I love the hotels. (laughs) I love the whole thing. And it's not that every experience is always that wonderful. We all have things that happen that are, that are, you know, yucky, but anyway, um, I enjoy that process. My husband, Tim does not, he loves being somewhere with us for fun, but he doesn't love the travel and he doesn't, he, he doesn't love doing it by himself either. And so we just come at it with different attitudes. I love to push a little bit to do what I consider kind of exciting things, um, whether it's paragliding or repelling or, or whatever that may be. He does not always want to do those things. So, you know, he likes to kind of stay back and take in a, a view from a beautiful place that's very firmly on the ground and very safe. And I like to push over the edge a little bit and lean my head down and take a really good look and, and soak it all in in that way. But what we have learned and uh, through trial and error along the way, definitely, because <laughs> when you've got two different personalities, you're going to you're going to butt heads sometimes you're going to want to do different things and it's not always going to be easy. But um, we have learned through that, that there's a reason that God puts us with different personalities, right? We balance each other out. He pulls me back when I need to be pulled back and I push him forward when he needs to be pushed forward. But we both have an adventure mentality. 
That means wherever we are, we're looking for the adventures that are right for us. My adventure might be jumping off that cliff and parasailing. His adventure might be looking at the golf course that is right next door to it. <laughs> and we both find those things that we're really happy with. Or um, we both love to hike, but there there was one hike in particular, and, and we have such a great time just spending it together. And um, enjoying the beauty that God has around us. And it's great time talking. So it's really good for us. There's one hike in particular that I wanted to keep going because it went higher and it got a little bit more. Um, I don't know what the word is. It wasn't dangerous, but, and he was done, you know, he was ready to stop. And so we have to give each other that, that courtesy. We have to respect one another's desires and personalities and find not only compromises, but find ways to let each other flourish in what God has put in us. So our adventures are different, but there are adventures for each one of us. So I think respecting each other in a marriage through that process is hugely important. Mm, I love that. It's such practical advice. And instead of getting frustrated with each other, just in all things, you know, not only in our adventures, but just really trying to understand that we're two different people and we can still kind of meet in the middle and both get what we want. So that's, that's wonderful. I love that. So you have traveled the world and met some incredible people. Will you tell us some of your favorite stories? Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know there's probably so many. I, I have had um, opportunities that I'm so grateful for to do things and go places that, that a lot of people haven't been able to see and, and do some crazy things like, um, uh, you know, landing planes on, on glaciers and remote mountainsides in Papua New Guinea and the Amazon river and riding elephants in Rajasthan in India and camels at the pyramids and elephants in Thailand and holding a 16 foot python and walking a giant cockroach on a leash. This is a little girl had this cockroach as a pet. Oh my (laughs) gosh. It was amazing. So, so many amazing experiences like that. But like you said, also, I've learned that the people that we encounter, the people that we meet, whether it's in our own backyard or somewhere else in the world in a completely different culture are our most amazing adventures. And so I love connecting with people, hearing their stories and sharing what God is doing in their life with other people to encourage them. So there have been so many incredible people, families in refugee camps who fled and and left with nothing but the shirts on their backs. And yet they were willing to share a few bites of a meal with me because it meant so much to them to be able to express hospitality, Um, being able to go on an alligator hunt in the Amazon river with a tribe of people in the dark with flashlights and just experiences that are so much, not only about what you're doing, but are about the people that you're sharing it with. And so that's important for all of us. If it's in your church, if it's in your community, if it's in your family, make the experiences that you love about the people that you can share it with too. What a beautiful reminder of it being just the day to day. And even when I have a little here, as you can, as you can hear, that's great. Good. (laughs) Um, 
even in the situations of people who are, you know, they're not in the most ideal living situations. They are in poverty or have fled their home country and they still find joy because they're still with their people, right? Like that is just such a beautiful reminder of that's what matters at the end of the day. If you lost everything else, you know, and I know it's sometimes it's easier to say than to actually experience, but what a, it's just, it's just such a beautiful reminder. And it makes me wonder, because you have traveled to some of those just incredible places and remote villages, and you probably have seen some really sad situations and horrific things. So how do you still keep the joy and chase wonder in a world that can just feel so broken sometimes? Because I think we can really get down about the state of the world and maybe even our lack of being able to help. How do you keep that joy? You know, that's one of the greatest miracles of God that I think I've seen. And it didn't come natural to me. (laughs) I'll just be really honest. When I've been in some of these terrible situations and places that you just can't believe even exist. These red light districts where women are literally chained to beds and held captive and forced into um, sexual trafficking situations. Um, Seeing the emptiness in mother's eyes as they don't have anything to feed their children and their children are starving. Just being in these situations, I did not always handle it really well. And I was not only heartbreaking, broken as we should be, all of us would be heartbroken in that, but I also got very angry and I I had that experience of God, why, where are you? Why aren't you doing what I think you should do? And then you begin to build up walls of anger between you and God. And at that point, you, you don't see any hope. You don't see Um, anything but the darkness. And I really learned, had to learn how to get past that because for our mental health, for what God wants to do in our lives, um, we can't stay in those places. And so I learned that I had to be vulnerable with that. I had to be honest with that. We like to hide these things and be perfect Christians and and not share that I'm really struggling with what I'm seeing. Um, and, And I had to allow God to love me through it, to understand that he's big enough for my anger and he'll still be right there when I'm done throwing my fit. And as I did that, and and I began to ask him this question, I began to ask him, Lord, show me where you are in this terrible situation. Show me something beautiful of you even here. And he began to do that. Like you said, the, the joy in people's lives that makes no sense because they've lost so much, but there's still the spirit of God in in their lives and the smile and faces of children that have nothing. They have such an innate sense of wonder and having that childlike wonder. And so when I began to see those glimpses of God, even in the most terrible places and those um, openings for hope in every situation, I've never seen a place where I didn't see God working when I opened my eyes to look for it. He's rescuing people. He's restoring their lives and not everything goes the way we want it to. God's heart is breaking just like ours is, 
but he is there. And, and that's what's kept me going in those really hard times. So now that hope and that joy is there again. And it's so important because I have to take that into those places. People need that from us. So if we don't keep that alive in our own life, we have nothing to share. And I want more than anything for my life to be a source of God's joy and God's hope in other people's lives. So that's a mission for me. And I have to work on it all the time, but God gives me what I need. It's not my responsibility. It's just steps that I have to take toward him. Yes, that's so good. We have to be the light of the world, no matter where we are. And I think I I love that you address that because I think that is the biggest question for so many. If God is good, then why does he allow these things to happen? Right. And I think that is one of the things that can turn people away from trusting God or believing in God. And I just, I really appreciate that you address that because when we do look for him, we can see him even in the darkest, even in the um, saddest, even what, what to us would seem like the loneliest places there, there's still joy. And, and that's a beautiful sight to see, I'm sure. So thank you so much for sharing that. So for somebody who is ready to start chasing joy and jump in, how can they do that? Where should they start if they're ready to start chasing wonder in their everyday lives. I love encouraging people to start with small steps. Don't put pressure on yourself to all of a sudden think, okay, I need to be living a huge adventure. (laughs) I need to completely change everything in my life. That's not what God's asking for us. He's asking of us to take small steps toward him all the time to initiate something new in your life. Maybe it is something as simple as um, moving the furniture around in your house. (laughs) Maybe it's as simple as going out and connecting with a neighbor that you haven't really gotten to know well. And and there are risks in everything that God asks us to do, to be honest. Um, He doesn't promise us that things will always be easy or even that they'll always go well, but he does promise that he'll be right there with us in it. So taking those small steps teach us that I could trust God in that. That went much better than I expected. Um, I'm going to do a little bit more. I'm going to take the next step. And as we flex those muscles of faith and we learn to trust God, we see how much more he has for us and how much more we can do. So I think no matter what phase you're in, if you're 16 years old and just starting or you're retired and you don't know what's next for you, the place to start is to say, okay, God, my heart is open. Show me the first small step to take. And in the book, at the end of every chapter, I offer some little suggestions, some things that are really helpful that might be one of those things you might want to try. But praying about it is one of the best places to start. And then pushing past the fear that we all have in doing that, that that little bit of risk of rejection or things not going the way we think that they might. Because when it does go great, when you have a new relationship that you didn't have before, when you have that sense of joy because you did something that um, really helped someone else, then it it sparks you to want more and more and it, it just grows like a snowball. Yes. How fun. And even if it, if it can be awkward or you do face rejection, 
the fact that you even just put yourself out there and you were probably obedient to God. If you're asking him, right. He's telling you to go, you know, knock on someone's door or drop something off for them or just be something for them. But the, I think more often than not, people are receptive because people need that. And we, when God's putting that tug on our heart for like a specific person, Mm-hmm. it's usually because they need something. And then when you're obedient, you're blessing that person so much. So do yes. it. I, that's what I encourage you to do. It. <laughs> and then, and then something I thought of for myself, and hopefully this will encourage other moms with young kids is a way to just chase adventure is something simple, like saying yes to my kids more often, because oh, yeah. a lot of times, right. I'm like, hold on later in a minute. Like, what if they ask me, can we play this game? And, and in fact, I know when I have said like, yes, let's do it. They're like, whoa, you know, mom said, yes, let's go right away. So just how often we can surprise our kids and have a little more adventure with them just by simply saying yes, like, yeah, let's go for a walk right now, even if it's 110 degrees here in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great suggestion though, Ryan. I I think that's huge saying yes, um, more than no saying yes, when you can. And of course we have responsibilities and we can't always say yes, but if you can consider it, try it, see what happens. Oh my goodness. I'm just so excited. And I love, I do love that you give those little, um, tips and ideas at the end of every chapter, just a fun way to really put more adventure into our own lives. So I love this. I love your book so much already. I can't wait to have the physical copy in my hand because I've been able to read it online for now. And I'm just excited that it's out in the world. I think it's going to bless so many people, Ginger. So let us know where they can find it and then also where everyone can connect with you. Yeah. Well, my prayer through all of this is just that God does what he wants to do in your life. You know, more than anything, I can't wait to hear about people's adventures. So I would love to have everyone grab the book, of course, but I would love to hear about the things that that happen as well. So you can find me on social media. Um, I'm primarily on Instagram and Facebook, and it's at Ginger L, the initial L, Stocky, S-T-A-C-H-E. So you can find me there. Um, Also, my website is gingerlstocky.com. And my blog is there. You can get the book there. You can also get the books um, online. You can order them wherever books are sold. You can find them everywhere right now, which is really exciting. Um, It's available uh, in some stores as well. I just saw it at Barnes and Noble. So that was really a fun thing to see it on the shelf there. So I, I pray that a lot of you grab this book, but Um, as you're doing it more than anything, I pray that you grab on to that sense of wonder and adventure that God has for you, because so many of you can change the world in ways that you have no idea are ahead for you. So I'm really, really excited about those possibilities. Yes, that's beautiful. It just, you know, we can change our own little world right here within our own four walls, right? And I'm just inspired to have a little more childlike wonder and follow my kids' childlike wonder because they can really lead us. That's the best. (laughs) Yes, those beautiful adventures. So be sure to grab Ginger's book, everyone, and share your big and small adventures that you are inspired to do from her book. Thank you so much, Ginger, for being with me. It really was an honor to chat with you today. Thank you. I enjoyed it so much. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. 
Hey, dear friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wellness and the Word. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you go out and chase wonder with your family and come share that with me over in our Facebook group, the Wellness and the Word community. I want to hear how this episode impacted you and what you're going to do to go chase more wonder in your life.